Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right. Got to talk about today. What to talk about today. It's some personal news to share today. Also, I said to you yesterday, you know, the weirdest thing about these lefties is when they screw some stuff up, right? Or maybe when they don't screw stuff up, when they just like go on attack and do really dumb stuff, they have this need to advertise it later. It's the weirdest thing ever. What if I told you they wrote an article in Time? We covered a while ago and I cover again today. They actually wrote an article in Time celebrating, in their words, a conspiracy to interfere in the 2020 election. <laughs> their words, not mine. Reminded, I, got, I was reminded of this yesterday when we were talking about the Dominion story. How these lawyers for Dominion, it's the weirdest thing, are thanking the media for a lawsuit against the media attacking the media. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Going to get to that a lot more. Don't go anywhere. Kind of dreading a little bit at the beginning of the show today, but stand by it for a second. You'll see what I mean. Hey, going online without ExpressVPNs, like leaving your kids with the nearest stranger while using the restroom. Most of the time, it's probably okay. You want to take that chance? Not me. That's why you need to be using ExpressVPN. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in cafes, hotels, airports, restaurants, basically any network that's not yours, your online data, it's not secured. Any hacker on the same network can gain access to and steal your personal data, passwords, financial details, you name it. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that hackers can't steal your data. Hackers can make some serious cash selling personal information on the dark web. But ExpressVPN's made it easier than ever to keep your information safe. Just fire up the app, boom, click one button, and you're instantly protected. And ExpressVPN works on all your devices like laptops, phones, tablets, computers, so you can stay secure on the go. Secure your online data today at expressvpn.com slash Bongino and get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joseph, let's go, Daddy-O. The show with no binders or fillers. <laughs> reading through the live the binder, binder. Something there. stay tuned for later the in the binders. show so I've got some personal news to share let's just get right to it uh, folks regretfully um, last week my, was my last show on Fox News on the Fox News channel uh, I haven't told Joe that uh, I know Guy who's in the office with me knew before the show um, I did let my team know uh, here this morning and um, it's um it's tough it's tough to say that you know i've been there doing hits and working there for 10 years hits me appearances i'm sorry i shouldn't talk in media jargon appearances on a network for i think close to 11 years so the show ending um last week was tough uh i don't want you to it's not some big conspiracy i promise you there's not there's no acrimony this wasn't some like WWE brawl that happened. It's, we just couldn't come to terms on an extension. And, and that's really it. Um, the sad part is, again, I really enjoyed myself there. And, uh, you know, they were good to me for 10 years. I mean, it allowed me to do a show called Unfiltered. We did what we wanted to do over there and covered the topics we wanted to cover. And it's a sad day. Uh, it's a sad day. Uh, they did give me the opportunity to do one last show. I don't want you to think they like showed me the door that's on me not on them but i just thought it was best to kind of go uh go this way 
uh, for now. Like I said, it's not acrimonious. I have a great team over there. Uh, you know, I want to thank everyone. Uh, I especially want to thank first a woman by the name of Lauren. What? Why is this hard? I didn't think this was going to be hard. Uh, really, she really took a chance on me early on, early on at Fox. I mean, when nobody knew who I was. So she's just uh, a really good person. And uh, Megan and Suzanne, the boss over there, for giving me a lot of opportunities. And I had a great team, folks. You don't, you might not know them. You're, you're probably never going to meet them. But when you saw the show, I assume a lot of you enjoyed it. We, we went out as number one. Maybe we were the number one show last week, and we were the number one show about 90% of the time. Uh, we had a great team. Sabrina was the executive producer. And Will, uh, who was our number two, and Kirsten was there. She was great. Nico, Isabella, Sam, Patrick. We had Joey. Uh, we had a really great team over there. And um, I really, really appreciate the opportunity to do it. And I'm, I'm sorry to, uh, to pass that on to you. Uh, but again, we just couldn't come to terms. There's no big conspiracy. I promise you, you're going to read a thousand left-wing articles about some nonsense. That it, I, I'm guaranteeing you on my reputation, it is all made up. It's a simple contract thing, and that's it. It is no more complicated than that. Um, unfortunately, the timing's not great. I get that. But I just want you to know we have some really great things planned in the future. Uh, we are going to be doing a lot more with Rumble. As you know, disclosure, I have a significant equity stake here in the company. Uh, but I mean, I'm not going to tell you that's not, that's not one of the reasons, but that's not the reason. I, I like to be on free speech platforms. That's why we separated from YouTube a long time ago. I think it was the best decision we ever made. You can see with the live chat. No, thank you to thank you to J Ball seventy six. By the way, maybe the greatest name in the live chat. You're the best, uh, Dan. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. I I'm trying my best here too to get through this without getting choked up because you know ten years of working there. I just want you to understand. And Gee, if this is long winded, tell me to shut up. You're really good at this. But ladies and gentlemen, the most important events in my life I learned about on Fox News. I was sitting there in the Secret Service office and. Uh, on September 11th in Melville when uh, the second plane struck. You know, I learned about sporting events I was interested in on Fox News, election results on Fox News. You know, I, I, I kind of grew up there in this space, and it's, uh, it's not easy to leave. But I'll be doing a lot more with Rumble. I'll be announcing that in the future, so please stay tuned. Gee's <laughs> very excited about that. Gee loves the live stuff, so... We may be moving some times around and some stuff and doing some different things. We want, we're obviously here only to please you, the audience. It's the only goal. Um, you know, you're, you're what matters. You owe me nothing. I owe you everything. Um, and I just want you to know that there are a lot of good people over there. And this is not some kind of acrimonious, uh, you know, again, wrestling match out the door. That's not what happened at all. It's been going on for a long time, like it's standard contract negotiation, any business. And it just didn't work out. And I attribute no malice to anybody. Um, again, I don't want any, the timing's bad, but it has nothing to do with it. There are a lot of really, really good people there and I wish them all the best. I'm just sad to, uh, you know, leave my, leave my team. They're a great team of people. So who knows? Maybe we'll see more from them in the future. See, I'm getting all, uh, on the, that was, <laughs> I know Gee's my producer. Gee's like, I know Gee, Gee's, Gee's having this cognitive dissonance battle right now, but Listen, I said a long time ago, did I not, Guy, that all the advice, Joe, you heard it too, all the advice you ever need in life, you can hear in Kenny Rogers' song, The Gambler, right? Listen to the song. Go listen to Kenny Rogers, The Gambler. Know when to hold him. Know when, when to, to fold him. You got it. 
So uh, the Fox Nation show for the radio show, uh, we'll have some updates on that. I think that's going to end at the end of the month and we'll have some updates on that. We'll have some, uh, some options for that too. So having said that, I appreciate you uh, tolerating me here for the first few minutes with some personal news to share. And I apologize for the last minute nature of it. But sometimes, you know, contract negotiations don't go as planned. Again, it's not anything negative. I, I leave a very happy camper. And uh, who knows? Maybe you'll see me there again one day. Uh, we'll see what the future bears. So uh, I wish them all the best. And uh, I know the feeling's mutual there because I have a lot of good friends over there. All right. So um, let's get to the show. So I told you yesterday about the left's just bizarre pension. <laughs> I mean, it's, so weird. it's like they get away with these massive scandals, right? And they have this incredible desire to give you the double-barreled family-friendly middle finger and basically tell you, tell you that they're going to screw you over and how they did it. I, I don't know why it is. I have a couple of guesses and I'm going to speculate. It all started, I remember, Joe, remember when I was running for office in Maryland? Joe knew, that's, Joe's known yeah. me for a long time. Maryland's like this really wide but thin state at times. Yeah. So my congressional district was huge. You'd be in the mountains. It was like three hours wide from Garrett County to Montgomery. I did a lot of driving in my old Chevy Tahoe in that congressional race, right? A lot. So sometimes in the mountains, the only station I could get was C-SPAN. So I'd listen to C-SPAN a lot. And I will never forget these Obama people on C-SPAN talking about how they hijacked Facebook and used it to get people's friends list to go and get them to vote. An Obama person was saying this, right? And I'm listening to it going, you know, you probably don't want people to know that. But with lefties, because they're tyrants, they have this need to say, kick you in the balls, like to show you that they can kick you in the balls, if you know what I mean. They have to tell, that's a tyrant thing. The tyrant wants you to know he's in charge. Joe, reminds me of Gladiator. You know, like they got to do the thumbs down. <laughs> they, they, need, they need to show the Roman audience that the, I did this, you will die. It reminds me of a you know, Sonny in a Bronx tale. I did this to you. I did this to you with the bikers. They need to show you. And I thought it was weird. I'm like, why is he bragging about this? Just shut them up and just do it again. So the weirdest thing happened. The Trump team basically did the same thing. Remember the whole Cambridge Analytica scandal with air quotes? They did the exact same thing. But it was only a scandal when Trump did it. It was the exact same thing. Exact same thing. They love to brag. I think that's what's at the heart of this bizarre presser yesterday. Gee, you got that video? I just want to show you this again. This is the lawyer for Dominion in a case that is going to have in an incredibly negative consequence for the entire media ecosystem going forward. Everyone, forget Fox for a minute, CNN, Newsmax, MSNBC, this show, Levin, Hannity, anyone. This sends a chilling message across the media. And here's the lawyer thanking the media for advancing the case against the media. Check this out. One last thank you, which is really to all of you for being with us on this journey. We appreciate what you've done to help us and to help expose what we were able to discover over the course of this process. And so thank you. And we'll see you at the next one. I, I, I've never seen anything like it. I've never, I'm not surprised she's, it was obviously agreement between the two companies. Nothing to do with that. It was not, you know, no one communicated anything with me about it, but they agreed fine. You know, 
Thank the lawyers. Thank your team. Thank the judge. Thank the jurors who sat for like an hour or two before the uh, case was obviously uh, uh, dismissed due to the settlement. But to thank the media and the media like ran with it yesterday. They were like, this is great. We screwed ourselves over. This is so awesome. They, 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 it's, it's this tyrant streak in them where they can't resist the desire to give you the double-barreled, family-friendly middle finger. So I was doing the radio show yesterday, and I'm having a good time, and producer Jim's like, dude, remember that article in Time where they did the exact same thing about the 2020 election? He's like, you got to bring this up again. And I thought, yes, yes, we do. Look at what I have created. You ever see Tom Hanks in Castaway, The Fire? They're like, look at what I have created. Now, if there was ever a time to go to my newsletter and sign up, by the way, not to, you know, uh, 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 I hate wearing you out with stuff, with requests, but you want to find out going forward what I'm going to be doing and other things like that, bongino.com slash newsletter, sign up. It's free. We're not going to spam your inbox. You have my word on that. Um, However, this piece is in there, in today's newsletter. Newsletter, show notes, it's the same thing. You've got to read it. It's called The Secret History of the Shadow Campaign That Saved the 2020 Election. It is the, what would you call this, fellas? A manifesto on how they basically interfered in the 2020 election? They just lay it all out because they can't stop. They can't stop. They have to give you the double barrel. Here's the first screenshot from this piece. I'm not going to go through the whole piece, but it's kind of funny. They lay out the conspiracy first. They, that's the word they use. It's not my word. Then they describe the mechanics of the conspiracy. And then they say, who's behind the conspiracy? And when you see the name, if you know Democrat politics, you're going to be like, no way. And I'm going to show you a New York Times article about mail-in balloting that they're all running from now, which shows they knew exactly what they were doing by pushing for mass mail-in balloting before the 20, uh, 2020 election because of COVID. They knew exactly what they were doing. None of this is a mistake. The article's by Molly Ball. Lay it out right here. Again, quote, liberals, this is a quote. It means they wrote this, okay? It's not my words. There was a conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes. One that both curtailed the protests and coordinated the resistance from CEOs. <laughs> Joe, their words. Yeah. Both, both surprises were the result of an informal alliance between left-wing activists and business titans. Oh, really? The pact was formalized in a terse, little-notice joint, little joint statement from the Chamber of Commerce and AFL-CIO published on Election Day. Both sides would come to see it as sort of an implicit bargain inspired by the summer's massive, sometimes destructive racial justice protests in which the forces of labor came together with the forces of capital to keep the peace and oppose Trump's assault on democracy. <laughs> they give me, give me, they're even telling you who did it. Chamber of Commerce, AFL-CIO, liberal activist groups. They were, quote, coordinating the resistance in a, quote, conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes. Not my words. Their words. Go to the show notes right now and read it yourself. It's right there. They admitted to this whole thing. What does this have to do with the settlement and all this other stuff yesterday? While your liberal friends are sitting there, you know, celebrating this uh, uh, war on the media going on right now, 
I find it weird that is Time Magazine being sued for misinformation? There was no conspiracy to overthrow the 2020 election and interfere in the results. They just admitted to it. This article's been out since February of 2021. They're, they're talking about it right here. Are they being sued? I don't understand. Is that misinformation? So you're suggesting there wasn't a conspiracy to interfere in the election. And, and what, Time Magazine is lying? If they're lying, why haven't they been sued? I'm, I'm just asking. Why haven't they been sued by the Chamber of Commerce and the AFL-CIO? Joe, fair question, right? Hey, yeah. guys, we don't want our names in there. It's misinformation. Not We're going to sue you for a billion dollars. Why? Maybe they're not being sued because it's true. Because there, in fact, was a conspiracy to interfere in the 2020 election. Again, they can't stop sticking it in your face with the double-barreled family-friendly. Tyrants need to show you they're tyrants. They have to. It's part of their nature. Conservatives just want to be left the hell alone. Not tyrants. They could have just shut up and not wrote this piece. But they did. And nobody was sued. So strange. Oh, this gets better. So first they tell you who the players in the conspiracy to interfere in the election are. No big surprise. Chamber of Commerce, AFL-CIO, no surprise at all. Now they describe the mechanics of how it worked. They go, <laughs> it's so great. They go in, you, Joe read this at the show prep stuff. <laughs> they go into granular detail about how they screwed you over. Here's a quote. Libs, again, that means they actually wrote this. Their work touched every aspect of the election. They got states to change voting systems and laws and helped secure hundreds of millions in public and private funding. They fended off voter suppression lawsuits, recruited armies of poll workers, and got millions of people to vote by mail for the first time. Don't forget that line. That'll be important in a minute. They successfully pressured social media companies to take a harder line against disinformation, i.e. conservatives, and use data-driven strategies to fight viral smears, i.e. arguments against liberals that were factually accurate. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Leo DiCaprio Giffy guy. Sorry, I just kept touching my screen because I love the live chat. My screen goes dark every few minutes. I'm sorry if that's distracting. I'll stop doing it. It's right there. Right there. So, yes, it's a conspiracy. Their words, their words not mine. Again, just download the piece. Don't take my word for it. You think I edited any of this? And here's exactly how we did it. Zuckerbucks, unconstitutionally changing election laws, Engaging in mass mail-in balloting, even though we knew the potential for fraud was great. They just told you. They just told you. Here's my recommendation. Don't even just download that article. Print it. Print it and highlight it. And whenever your liberal friends say, they say, really? This is a lie? Why haven't they sued? Why hasn't the AFL, CIO, and Chamber of Commerce, why haven't these groups sued for misinformation? Why? I'm just curious. Uh, check it out. He said it right here. Here it is, right here. They go into more detail how they did this. I got to take a quick break for my next sponsor. I got more. They go into what else? They, we're not done. I appreciate your patience. The sponsors want to be here and talk to you. They keep the show free. Uh, thanks for your patience and time. I want to welcome to the show Contingency Medical. Folks, you know I'm into preparedness. It's everything to me. I am not going to get caught in an emergency without supplies I need. You have, you have crisis after crisis landing on our doorstep. I cannot stress enough the importance of preparedness at a time of need. Imagine needing life-saving medications when supply chains are interrupted and trade routes are cut off. You're, that's it. You're done. 
Contingency Medical ensures you have medicines when the unexpected happens with three different emergency antibiotic packs. I just got mine, Guy. Did I not tell you before the show? He said, damn, we got contingency medical today. I just got my pack. Each one prescribed by a licensed physician and dispensed by certified pharmacies. These are essential to have around in an emergency for anyone who travels, spend times outdoor, spends times outdoors, in remote areas, or you just want the convenience and security of having a supply of antibiotics at your home. Each pack from Contingency Medical provides access to the prescribing physician for advisement on safe and effective use of the medicine, along with an antibiotic guide. It's a great pack. Their packs treat symptoms like nausea, gastrointestinal problems, motion sickness, and it covers treatment for 10-plus common infections like respiratory infections, ear infections, strep, and more. Get prepared. Stay prepared today. Do not wait till the emergency happens. Here's how you get this. Go today. Don't wait. Go to contingencymedical.com. Enter promo code Bongino, my last name, today for $20 off your pack. It's a big savings. That's $20 off any pack at contingencymedical.com with promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Contingency Medical and its products are not intended as a substitute for professional medical treatment or advice. Consult with your healthcare provider. Again, contingencymedical.com. Check it out today. Great, great. Spot. Happy to have them on board. Love preparedness stuff. I'm like obsessed with it. So they didn't just tell you because they had to give you the double bow. There was a conspiracy and here's how we did it. They went into even more detail. I'm just giving you a snippet of this. This is like a 3,000 word piece. Here's the group that interfered in the 2020 election. Uh, Gee, go to the next one. This is the last one. You have the last one. They executed, no, no, back. They executed national public awareness campaigns that helped Americans understand how the vote count would unfold over days or weeks, i.e. they engaged in a bunch of propaganda, preventing Trump's conspiracy theories and false claims of victory from getting more traction. They had this all planned, man. They had it all planned. They had a pre-planned propaganda op in case Donald Trump won from telling you he didn't win. And they're admitting to it right here. After Election Day, they monitored every pressure point to ensure that Trump could not overturn the result. By the way, they didn't even care if the result was real. They didn't even care. The untold story of the election is the thousands of people of both parties who accomplished the triumph of American democracy at its very foundation. Who said that? Norm Eisen. You P1 listeners are like, no way. The Democrat liberal lawyer? Yes, him. Said Norm Eisen, a prominent lawyer and former Obama administration official who recruited Republicans and Democrats to the board of the Voter Protection Program. The swamp would have done anything to make sure they didn't make the same mistake again they made in 2016. Folks, this piece is just absolute gold. Absolute gold. I can't encourage you in strong enough terms to read it. The secret history of the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election. There are more nuggets in there. Uh, I'm just giving you a couple to show you again how it's the most bizarre thing. How the media and the left, they engage in these nefarious plots to interfere in elections, do what they can do to claim legitimate elections are fake, like in 2016. Oh, the Russians stole it or whatever. And then the minute conservatives read articles like this and go, wait, there was a conspiracy? There was a conspiracy to, to interfere in the 2020 election. Your words, they're like, lawsuit, lawsuit. Because they want to censor you and shut up free speech. They knew exactly what they were doing. They knew this mass mail-in balloting due to COVID was likely going to result in massive amounts of fraud. Oh, man, you can't say that, Dan. I don't have to. I can just quote the New York Times. 
The New York Times? You mean the New York Post? No, I mean the New York Times. No, no, they said it was the safest election ever, even though there was a lot of mail-in votes. They did? That's really funny because they wrote the exact opposite in October of 2012. I don't usually include New York Times links in the newsletter because I don't want to give them clicks. But in this case, it's worth your time. May I recommend, I ask politely, may I recommend that you print this one up too? Because this one, my friends, is an evergreen keeper. New York Times, Adam Liptak. Error and fraud at issue is absentee voting rises. Now, let me give you the background behind this story. Dan, why in 2012 would the New York Times write about mail-in balloting being rife with fraud and then make the exact opposite claim today, 2020 election, lots of mail-in balloting, safest election ever, man. Why would they do that? Because the New York Times is not a serious journalism outlet. The New York Times is a political outlet. It is nothing more than a political action committee for the left. So why write this piece in 2012? I want you to think about something. What happened back in 2012? In 2012, the majority of people voting by mail were military and seniors in the state of Florida. Those were the people who could impact the election. The military, because there's a lot of military folks, thankfully. And Florida, because it was a swing state and Florida had a pretty vigorous vote by mail system. The people who were using vote by mail were largely what? Republicans. So back in 2012, before mass mail-in balloting, when it was largely a Republican thing, military and seniors who happened to vote more conservative, the New York Times had to attack it because they wanted to make it go away. Only when they realized they could use it on a mass scale to interfere in an election and cause chaos did they love it and say it was the greatest thing ever. Now, you're going to say there's problems with mass mail-in balloting. Dan, you may get sued. You're going to have to sue the New York Times, too, because this is a quote. From the New York Times piece. Yet votes cast by mail are less likely to be counted, more likely to be compromised. Oh, my gosh. And more likely to be contested than those cast in a voting booth. Statistics show election officials reject almost 2% of ballots cast by mail. That's double the rate for in-person voting. The more people you force to vote by mail, Mr. Sancho said, the more invalid ballots you will generate. Gosh, you're going to be sued, Dan? For what? Quoting the New York Times? For, for what? For, what? What am I going to be sued for? That's in, it's a Times article. <laughs> it gets even better. It gets even better. It does. Oh, yeah, it does. Election experts say the challenges created by mail-in ballots could well affect outcomes this fall and beyond. We're not allowed to say that, guys. Only the New York Times. Notice he says outcomes this fall and beyond. The article's written in 2012. Yeah, we'll take that out. He goes on. If the contests next month are close enough to be within what election lawyers call the margin of litigation, <laughs> the grounds on which they will be fought will not be hanging chads, but ballots cast away from the voting booth. This is, this is hilarious. This is the New York Times 10 years ago. That's it. We're not talking about 100 years ago, guys. We're talking about 10 years ago. The New York Times telling you there's a huge problem with mail-in ballots. I bring all this up in light of what happened. Let's tie it all together with the lawsuit, Dominion, this, this ongoing war on the media's ability to tell a story, tell a story here about what happened. Because they don't want the truth out there. They just want their version of the truth. The media wants to tell you their side, a story, never the story. 
And a story the left-wing media wants to tell you is that when Republicans win a national election, it's always due to cheating. Bush stole it from Gore. Putin stole it from Hillary. There's always, always some leftist bull story about how it got stolen. from. Both of those stories are fabricated. George W. Bush, look it up, was never behind in Florida on a single vote count to Gore. There are still, go look it up, liberal idiots. There are still to this day liberals who will insist Gore won that election. It's amazing. He was never ahead in a single vote count, but he won. There are still people to this day who will insist Vladimir Putin stole the 2016 election from Hillary Clinton. They have not a shred of evidence that that's true. And yet it's funny. Some claims were made about 2020. Granted, some of them were ridiculous. And I said it at the time. But there were legitimate claims here about this election being rigged. The media hiding the Hunter Biden story, which we know was true, and they did too. They had the laptop. Pennsylvania's unconstitutional changes to voting procedures, mass mail-in balloting that the New York Times themselves acknowledged was rife with fraud. Folks, I don't have to make the case. The left made the case for you. I played for you yesterday that 21-minute video on my radio show. We just let it play throughout the show, going back to it, of left-wingers making the claim about problems with voting machines and elsewhere. I don't have to make the case. They made the case for you. All you've got to do is do a little bit of research. It's right there. It's impossible to prove a counterfactual. I understand that. But ignoring the evidence right in front of your face, that's not the media, man. And the fact that left-wing media morons are celebrating this is just embarrassing. So ridiculously stupid. All right, I got a, one of the, Gee, you saw the video, right, Joe? You saw, you saw Stephen Moore, the video? What did you think of it? Did you like it as much as I did or am I overselling this thing, honestly? Uh, ah, Joe, what about you? Did you like it? Oh, yeah, I liked it. And did, I made it I, so I, you could hear, hear the... Uh, oh, good, the, good. The, you did yeah. a little editing. Yeah, yeah. There's a video I love. Maybe it's because I love this economic stuff. Geese 50-50 on it. You be the judge. I liked it. It's my friend Stephen Moore. I, I'm with you, brother. Paula loved it, too. Stephen Moore is a great guy, economist. There was a bunch of goofball, patriotic millionaires, they call themselves, up on Capitol Hill going, make us pay more taxes. So Steve Moore shows up with a pledge like, hey, will you guys volunteer to pay more? Just sign here. No, watch the video. I got, I got a kick out of it. Idea. Coming up next. <laughs> Stay tuned. Take a quick break for our sponsor. Really appreciate it. Hey, you own a small business? You know the value of time. Innovation Refunds does too. That's why they made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the ERC or Employee Retention Credit. Go to GetRefunds.com to get started. And in less than eight minutes, see if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID-19. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC, and they may be able to help your business too. There's no upfront charge either. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. So don't let this opportunity pass you by because this payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. Go today to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Thanks, GetRefunds.com. We appreciate it. So, wait, hold on one second. I got to see something here. This is, uh, I just got an email from somebody. Well, meanwhile, I'll just fill time here for you. Here, we're no, live. no, no, this is good. This is the only reason. <laughs> so, uh, here's an email from uh, Zonk Padizzo, 
Uh, this guy <laughs> writes for the Daily Yeast. You remember Padizzo? He's the kid with the, remember the kid that was following like the porn accounts or something on Twitter? And I remember the, he was the kid, Joe, remember when he, he uh -huh. sent this and he, he wrote that article about the guy not appearing on our radio show? Remember the guy who got fired from Cumulus? Oh. And we appeared on the exact, he just didn't listen to it. He's asking me for a comment. If you're still watching, Zach, uh, here's my comment. Uh, go f yourself. Uh, there you go. So there's Rick. Thanks, son. There you go, buddy. I will be making no comments to the Daily Yeast. Got a bunch of texts here, too. You know? So. Uh, he said it right, Joe. How does this guy still have the balls to email you? Actually, I give him credit a little bit there. He's like this five foot two, 100 pounds soaking wet little dork. And I got to tell you, man, he don't care. Like, he'll email you, which is good for you, bro. Take your shot. I don't blame you, but that's my official answer. You can publish that. So <laughs> He said, when you reach rock bottom, Joe, so way to go, but up. So it's true. All right. So let's get to this video. This is good stuff, man. So here is a good friend, Stephen Moore, one of the best economists in the country. He's at this press conference on Capitol Hill, and there's a bunch of dorky, patriotic millionaire losers who are sitting there going, we want to pay more in taxes. Okay. Great. He whips out a form. You guys want to sign here? You can voluntarily pay more. Not one of them. Not one of them will sign. Check this out. We have these pledges. How many of you are millionaires here? I know you are. A number of you. We're hoping that each one of you will sign this pledge, which says that you will pay a 90% tax, just as you're endorsing today, because you say it's your patriotic duty to do so. And so I'm hoping that each one of you will sign this uh, pledge that says I'm willing to pay a 90% tax because it's your, as you said, it's your patriotic. So let me understand. It's you your, want me to do that individually? Yeah, let's get people. I've what got pens. Let's sign these. You know, what that you'll, so we can solve the problem. Policy, or do you want me to do it? No, we want. You all said that you wanted to pay. Um, you said you wanted to pay more taxes. No, no, no. You said you want to pay more taxes. So don't you think it's your duty? I'm oh, sorry. Don't you think it's your patriotic duty? to pay more taxes if you're saying, saying that? that the voluntary paying of more is not what but you all are millionaires yeah, sorry we got another question okay i'm just because you guys are millionaires and you're saying you don't want to pay more wait you do or you don't want to pay more taxes what? yes it's disingenuous to say why voluntary change the law is going to make a structural difference but you could make you all could make a huge difference there's a little bit of hypocrisy when a bunch of millionaires get together and say raise taxes, but they're not willing to pay them themselves. Out of the 20 millionaires here, not one of them was willing to pay more taxes. All right. All right. Finally. I love to see. Thank you, Joe. You and I were right. And Guy finally capitulates. Here's one thing about Guy, folks. You know, you see him in a live chat. Feel free to go after him in a live chat if you need to. He'll fire right back. And Guy takes a position. That's it. He doesn't care. The fact that I run this company means nothing to him. Maybe like, it's an ugly shirt today. I'm like, what do you mean? I just bought it. It's a great shirt. Paula loves it. I don't care. He's like, you know what? I think I was too hard on that video. That's a really great video. That's a great video. That is, a, that's exactly, there is nothing better than exposing these idiots. They're at a press conference on Capitol Hill. It's their press conference. They're thinking, look, we're going to get all this awesome coverage, Joe. Media from all around the countries in D.C. They're going to cover us. We're millionaires. We're, we're being benevolent, philanthropic, calling for higher taxes because we want to pay more. And you get little Steve Moore. Well, he's not little, but, you know, he's not really like Dave Batista. He, he's not Randy Orton, right? He's not like a pro wrestler. <laughs> little Steve Moore. He's like, okay, guys, I'm, I'm cool. Here's a pledge. It's not a legal pledge. It's just like, you know, we'll take your word for it. 
Here's a pledge that you'll voluntarily pay what you want others to pay. No, 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 no. We don't, we don't want that. We don't, we don't, we don't want that. <laughs> Alinsky's rules, baby. Alinsky's rules. Yeah. Ridicule. Ridicule, baby. Oh my gosh, Dan. I don't like ridicule. It seems immoral. Listen, I don't believe in immorality or unethical stuff. I try. I screw up a lot. Unfortunately, I do a lot of things I wish I could take back. Okay. I try to do my best. I'm telling you, this is politics. You want a friend, go get a freaking dog. You want to play hardball and save the country, get into politics. This is the kind of crap everybody needs to be doing. Everybody. Next time they give a defund the police press conference, I don't have the capability or the staff to do it. Joe's in Maryland. I only got Guy down here with me. Send one of your people. Send them up there to get them to sign a pledge to forego any personal security. Just humiliate them. These people are total fakes and phonies. Every single one of them. I tried to get that buffoon on the Fox show when we were still going to do one this weekend. Unfortunately not. But I tried. he wouldn't come on. He wouldn't come on. So, Jim, Jim, you're listening, right? Text me if you're listening so I know. Sometimes he listens to the podcast. He doesn't. Try to get that guy again. I will give the patriotic millionaire an opportunity on my radio show. I will give him an opportunity for a 15, 20-minute interview to make his case. Thank you, Jim. Make your case. Because here are the actual facts. And again, we always bring the receipts. You can link to the articles that link to government websites. You want to see what rich people really pay? Here's the actual data from the government liberals want you to pay more for. The link of the Tax Foundation article is in the newsletter today. Here's a summary of the latest federal income tax data. They did an update in 2023. Now, it lags behind for a couple of years because they need the full data set. So the, the full data set they have is now for 2020. The average income tax rate in 2020, 13%. The rich people, Joe, the top 1% paid a surely less than 13%, the average, right? I mean, that guy just said that. Hey, I paid a fair share. Uh, no, uh, they paid twice that, 25.99%. That's their average rate. And that's more than eight times higher than the 3% paid by the bottom half of taxpayers. Wait, wait, wait. I thought, they, I thought we were told they paid a lesser rate than their accountant. Yeah, you're an idiot. You believe that. So you can look this up yourself. You can look this up yourself. Well, how do they get to that number? What they do is they factor in capital gains, which can be capital losses. In other words, if Joe's worth $20 million and it's all held in stock, then the stock goes down to $18 million. Joe has $18 million, but Joe doesn't pay taxes on it. Why? Because he lost money and never cashed it out. You don't pay taxes on money you lost. Liberals are like, what? Freaking idiots. They really are stupid people. Here, the top 1%. Look this up yourself, folks, please. The top 1%, their share of income rose from 20% to 22%. So the top 1%, the rich people earn 22% of income in 2020. Well, what share of taxes do they pay? 42%. Almost double what they earn as a collective group of evil rich people. One more stat. This one's even more shocking. I got into it on Twitter with some moron about this one. The top earners, the top 50%, as a collective group of people, the top 50% paid 97.7% of federal income taxes. You know what the bottom 50 paid? 2%. Tell me again about your stupid fair share arguments. Listen, man, 
You want to make an argument? You think you're entitled to rich people's money? Whatever, man. Do your thing. Everybody's going to laugh at you. You're not entitled to squat. Go get a freaking job. Stop being a lazy bum. Stop being a lazy bum. Get a freaking job and stop worrying about the other guy. Get a job. But stop telling me we don't pay our fair share. You're just embarrassing yourself like the morons you are. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. I got a couple, a big update on this Hunter Biden case. Apparently they have a whistleblower. Is it going to lead to anything, folks? No, not while Merrick Garland and Biden are in charge of the DOJ. I'm telling you, nothing's going to happen. However, would you rather have the information or not? I'd rather have it. We're going to get to that. And then uh, I got a couple more things I want to get to as well, including this thing with Gee, Do not let me get off this show without this home mortgage story. Hey, Joe, you happy paying off your neighbor's student loans? How about this? You're going to pay their mortgage now, too. No. Wait, what? what? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, to hell with that. Nope. The hell nothing. They're doing it. Omaha Steaks. I was a big fan of Omaha Steaks before the show. He loves them. He steals the burgers from my freezer downstairs. He likes the grill lines because the food's amazing. They're rewriting the book on burgers, Omaha Steaks, with all new handmade texture for the juiciest homestyle burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha steaks. They are truly, steaks are truly, they're steaks on a bun, these, uh, these hamburgers. They are delicious. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, even brisket burgers. The brisket burgers are crazy. It's a family-friendly show. Now's the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight. Go to omahasteaks.com. Do it today. Use promo code Bongino at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order of $129 or more, plus free shipping. Order today so you can try each pure ground burger and sample all the steak on a bun. Deliciousness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. You getting hungry? Toast that bun too, a little seasoning on there. Yeah, baby. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order of $129 or more and discover your new burger obsession just like you. Gee, you should do a sponsored ad for them yourself. He loves these things so much. He lives off a minimum order. May be required. He should. We should get a Gee video here. We should definitely get a Gee video. No question about it. Okay. So this dropped yesterday. Again, anything going to happen to Hunter Biden? Nope. I doubt it. If it does, I'll be pleasantly surprised and I'm happy to correct it. Joe, it'll be the best correction we ever issued on the show. Right? Best whatever. Yep. Oh my gosh, we didn't think anything was going to happen and he got arrested. This is awesome. I'm not putting it. I am not. You had a gun to my head and say, is he going to be arrested or not? That choice is easy, okay? However, having said that, apparently an IRS supervisor has come forward as a whistleblower and is claiming to have a whole lot of receipts about Hunter Biden and the failure to prosecute Hunter Biden, even though the evidence of a crime is allegedly there. I'm going to play. This is a CBS clip. That's how I know this is serious. This is CBS. I mean, like a Democrat PAC committee is airing this. This is CBS yesterday. You're going to hear when this opens up, you're going to hear the IRS agent's lawyer. And he's talking about how his client has evidence of a basically a political cover-up. He's not willing to say who it is, but CBS found out it was Hunter Biden. Take a listen to this first. It's good stuff. My client wants to come forward to Congress. He's ready to be questioned about what he knows and what he experienced under the proper legal protections. Attorney Mark Lytle's client is a supervisory special agent at the IRS who's prepared to tell Congress the investigation he's been working on has been hampered by what he thinks is special treatment. 
typical steps that a law enforcement investigator would take were compromised because of political considerations. Lytle wouldn't talk in specifics, declining to identify either his client or the target of the investigation his client helped conduct. Can you identify him? I can't at this stage, Jim. But CBS News has learned the investigation the whistleblower worked on is about Hunter Biden. What we're doing is is being completely cooperative. That was Biden two years ago, after the DOJ opened an investigation into his finances. The FBI collected what it believed was sufficient evidence to charge Biden with tax crimes. And last year, sent its findings to the U.S. attorney in Delaware. Since then, silence. Folks, that's CBS. Okay, I mean, this is these are the same people who keep in mind, keep in mind, interfered in the 2020 election. All of these media outlets, not just damning them to hide these Hunter Biden stories. This case has to be serious enough. Again, I'm not suggesting anything's going to happen legally. The Garland's totally corrupted. I'm simply suggesting to you that the left wing media, which is a full time pack for the Democrats, is realizing they got a serious problem. There is not a chance in hell they'd air this if they're not like, oh, my gosh, we may not legally have anything serious happen, but this is going to be a political issue. My guess, I'm speculating, to be fair. My guess is they're looking at Biden's uh, poll numbers right now. And Joe, they realize this guy's got no chance. So if we're going to get this guy out, let's just run with this stuff now. Hmm. My guess. Here's John Solomon on last night on Fox. John Solomon always got, he got the scoop on this too. Amazing journalist. Here's Solomon, and there's an article uh, in my newsletter about this story, too, specifically from Solomon's website, justthenews.com, great website. Here's Solomon on political interference, in this case, the IRS agent, and pay very close attention. He says here that the whistleblower, the IRS whistleblower with the goods supposedly on Hunter Biden, is prepared to testify about it and has the receipts to back it up. Check this out. Attorney General Merrick Garland testified before Senator Grassley a few weeks ago and said, uh, Senator, the, the U.S. attorney in Delaware has the authority. He can do anything. There's no political interference. The whistleblower knew that that was a false statement. And he went to uh, the Treasury Inspector General, then to the Justice Department Inspector General. And today, his lawyer, Mark Lytle, who you just played some comments from from my interview, sent a letter to Congress saying he's prepared to uh, give what he gave to the Inspector General to Congress. This man doesn't just have eyewitness accounts. He has emails, government memos, summary memos. He has all the receipts chronicling what has gone on and what his own lawyer calls political interference and preferential treatment in the Hunter Biden case. Sorry, by the way, if any glitchy problems, I think we broke the counter at Rumble with this show. I'm serious. I'm pretty sure we broke the counter. It's, it's a lot. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. Things are just blowing up all over because we're just, there's a lot going on. I appreciate it. But folks, he's got the receipts, man. He wants to testify. He's ready to rock and roll. See, the problem with whistleblowers, right, is the Democrats, as with the election, and the Dominion case and everything else. They pen themselves in a corner now on a couple of items. There are things you are not allowed to talk about anymore, Joe. You're not allowed to say that elections were rigged or stolen or anything like that. Because if you do, they're going to tell you that you're a threat to democracy, a tyrant, you should be sued. Well, that creates a problem not for me. It creates a problem for the Democrats. Who, as I said to you before, have in the last few elections they've lost done exactly that. So now they can't do that going forward or at least can't do it without being just ridiculed to Hades, okay? But they've got another problem here too. How does that tie into what I'm talking about here? 
Remember with Alexander Vindman, Joe? Remember oh, Vindman? Oh, yeah. Uh, remember remember uh, uh, the, the Kit Kats over yeah. there? So Kit Kats, uh, Vindman, man, he was, I mean, you can't talk bad about Vindman, man. He's a military guy. He's a whistleblower. You're like, really? You just guys crapped all over Mike Flynn the entire time. He's a military guy. What's the, I don't get it. So Vindman, who was clearly a showman, they said, you can't, you, you, whistleblowers are protected. The whistleblower in the other case, Vindman, all these other people. Now we got a whistleblower for the IRS. What are Democrats going to say? Oh, no, no. All of a sudden, whistleblowers aren't protected. The answer is yes, because they don't care about their dignity. But remember, now we've got the video. And believe me when I tell you, the ridicule bothers him. Gets under their skin. New rules, baby. Double down on Hunter Biden. There's no time to stop. All right, I want to get to this. Gee, jump to that Washington Times article. A good friend of mine sent me this on email this morning. And I got to tell you, folks, I had to read this one twice. Because just like we're living in this envy, greed-based liberal society where lazy-ass liberals who are lazy bums and don't want to work want to take more money from successful people despite the fact that successful people are already paying for them now, they want more because that's just who they are. They're lazy. They want you to pay in taxes more. They want you to pay off your neighbor Samuel's kid, uh, you know, Joey Bag of Donuts, his women's studies degree. They want you to pay their student loans. A friend of mine sent me this this morning. And I again, I had to read it twice. I'm like, is this one of these AI fake articles? No, it's real. Washington Times. Biden plans to hike payments, where is two hike payments for good credit home buyers to subsidize high-risk mortgages. Wait, 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 wait. So let me be, let me be, let me be, let me be clear. So my whole life, I worked to pay off my bills on time. I got a good credit score. I'm not going to tell you what my credit's really good. Who cares? I'm not sitting here trying to pat myself on the back. I'm just telling you it matters to me because I think your credit says more about paying bills on time, more about who you are. You borrow money, you should pay it back, right? I mean, there's bankruptcies, medical stuff. I get it. But if you have the ability to pay it back and you don't, I don't know. That says a lot about who you are. I don't want anything to do with yeah. it. So my credit score always meant a lot to me. I remember when I had almost no money, I bought an Acura TL. It was my first expensive car. It was like $30,000. I was like, whoa, me and my wife were like, we made it, man. It was this silver Acura TL. I bought it from this guy named Stacy in Annapolis. Big bodybuilder, dude. And I said to him, uh, can we get a loan for this? He goes, with this credit, you could buy the building. And I got to tell you, that happened 20 plus years ago. And it was one of the proudest days of my financial life. Because I thought, wow, I don't even make a lot of money. That's pretty cool. How do you feel about working your whole life to build up your credit score to get a mortgage? And now you're going to be subsidizing people with crap credit scores. You didn't give a damn about it. Oh, you are. This article is in the newsletter too today. Home buyers with good credit scores will soon encounter a costly surprise, a new federal rule forcing them to pay higher mortgage rates and fees to subsidize people with riskier credit ratings who are also in the market to buy houses. How does that one make you feel? That make you feel like a kick to the nuts? Because it sounds like it to me. The mortgage industry specialists they spoke to say home buyers with credit scores of 680 or higher, pretty good score. They'll pay, for example, about $40 a month on a home loan of $400,000. Homeowners who make down payments of 15 to 20% will get socked with the largest fees. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the new freeloading United States we live in with these liberals in charge. Lazy bums who don't want to work, who want you to pay off their loans, they want more of your income, and now they want you to pay off their risky credit behavior too with higher fees on your end. What a freaking scam. 
They, he said it right. They absolutely hate us. It's indisputable. It's not that they think this is fair. They know it's not fair. They just don't care because as Guy just said, they just hate you. I got to end with this. We've got to end with the uh, Fetterman video. You just play this. I, listen, folks, between Biden and Feinstein and Fetterman, again, I don't wish ill health on anyone. I, don't, I, I think that goes without saying, but I think it's important that we do hold up at least some moral standards with these crazy people breathing down our necks. But the Democrats chose to nominate this guy, and he is clearly in significant cognitive trouble. He was hosting a, 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 a committee meeting yesterday, John Fetterman, senator from Pennsylvania, and his opening is just tough to listen to. He's clearly struggling. Check this out. I called to this hearing of the U.S. Senate subcommittee and food and nutrition, especially crops, organics, and research to order. Chairwoman Stevenow. And ranking member Boozman, thank you so much for coming. I thank you for your leadership on this committee, and I look forward to working with you to pass a farm bill. Folks, this guy needs to take some time off to get well. He is clearly, clearly struggling. The fact that the Democrats see it, it's not that they don't see it, and still continue to plow ahead with Biden, Feinstein, and Fetterman, despite their health issues, is really sick. Really just sick stuff. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. And uh, I just want to say again, I appreciate you tolerating my personal announcement in the beginning. Uh, sad to go. I really enjoyed my time there. And, um, you know, you can still watch me on Fox Nation, I think, for the end of this week and uh, maybe into into middle of next week over there. But uh, it's kind of a sad day for me. I didn't think it would hit me as hard as it would. I'm used to a lot of this stuff. Been around. So um, you could always follow me here, and I would really appreciate if you would subscribe to my show. It is absolutely free on rumble.com slash Bongino. We'll be making a ton of announcements here in the coming weeks. Uh, also, if you'd click the follow and subscribe button on Apple and Spotify, I'd really appreciate it. It keeps us in the top 10. And sorry about the counter today. We are uh, growing like crazy. So thanks for your uh, patience. We really appreciate it. I will definitely see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.